0: Hey there, I want to take a quick second to thank you for listening to the Focus Point Podcast. I hope that you find a blessing and encouragement through this episode. I hope that you'll share the episode with your family and your friends. If this is one of your first times catching us, or if you want to find out more about us, or if you want to listen to other episodes, please visit and and there you will find our podcast archive as well as more information. Once again, that's pointoffocus.com And once again, I thank you for listening to this episode. Well, everyone, today we are starting a new series called Full and Running Over. And we will be looking at Psalm 23. So if you have a copy of the Bible, whether it's paper or electronic, you can go ahead and open it on up to, you guessed it, Psalm 23, and we will be there in just a little bit. We'll be looking at the first three verses uh, today, and first, yeah, three verses, and then we will be looking at the second half next week. And a little bit about this series, though, is this one's kind of new series to our list. Um... Last week, we finished up the Journey to the Promised Land series that we started way back in January, and we um, expected that series to go uh, through the end of November, so kind of through the most of the calendar year, and then we would uh, end it so we could go into the season of Christmas and we're doing a christmas at the movie series just a little bit of a plug for that um that starts in a couple weeks uh excited about that i'm excited about what god has kind of showed me in that um and i found out while we're preparing for that christmas at the movie series that my christmas movies are a little bit thin like i haven't seen a lot of like christmas movies apparently i've watched like a lot of the same ones i guess uh but a little bit of background about that so We'll be looking at uh, Christmas at the movies in a couple weeks, but right now we'll be looking at Psalm 23. And like I said, the Journey to the Promised Land series was supposed to go um, where there was no like gaps or no blank spots. So I debated a couple different things to do with this. Uh, Do kind of like a from the vault idea like we've done in the past where I share a couple of my favorite episodes um, from the podcast and we just kind of... Uh, Rejourney down those those uh, episodes, or we could um, do some new ones, kind of like a couple little uh, ones that kind of stand by themselves. Just kind of a couple little things that maybe God laid on my, my heart or whatever. And or we could just do nothing, take a break. Uh, but I didn't think any of those was any of that was right. Um, and a couple weeks ago in our Strong series, uh, as we looked through the book of Joshua, um, I mentioned Psalm 23 for a little bit. And that kind of stuck with me. And next thing we know, I thought about it and it's like, you know what? We have two weeks. We can look at Psalm 23. And I got kind of was like, oh, but I like doing it a little bit different. And... I was reminded of like, well, since when do I know what I like, right? I've often said on here that God can change and do whatever he wants with this, right? And the reason why I've said that is I've seen pastors, I myself, like I've looked at the Psalm 23 as a whole in in one episode um, in our series, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. You can find that in the archive. And we looked at it in in a kind of like a flyover kind of view. So we have done. I've done it that way. Um, back when we were doing video kind of things, we looked at the we looked at Psalm twenty three back then, and we looked at it verse by verse. So we spent seven, epi- seven videos looking at this this passage in Psalm um, Psalm twenty three. And I've also seen uh, other churches and pastors and teachers and all of that do it that way and I've seen him do it all in its entirety but I've also seen him do it in half and I've kind of wondered why because it's it's like you can do it there's a lot there and you can do one verse at a time you know you can do it at like so I looked at it though and as I began to look and began to ponder what this could be I saw some things looking at it in half you kind of see what, um, see something different. And I've often said too that that God talks through the Bible and he talks through it in different ways, in different seasons of life, right? So when I did the videos, that was back long, like probably five years ago or so now, maybe. I don't really re- quite remember. Um, but they don't give the enemy a seat at your table, was two years ago, and so now I'm looking at it again. We're looking at it in a different way, and we're also looking at it through this lens of journey, and maybe even this lens of faith, right? And I've talked about this on this podcast a lot of the times. There is a series back um, called "Nuts and Bolts," and we look just kind of like at some Bible basic questions kind of things, and you can go check that out too. But we. Uh, I've often said that the Bible is alive and active and it's meant to teach us and correct us and to train us and all of this stuff, right? Uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16, Hebrews 4, 12. And uh, if that's the case, then the Bible will talk to us. different different seasons and it will talk to us differently. It will talk to us as we grow in God and we grow in our relationship with, with God. But it will also talk to us as we see things in our life, right, that are, that kind of like, Oh, I'm reminded of that. And that first takes something different. And sometimes maybe you read the Bible with like a certain lens, right? Like we, we took the Bible this year. We looked at Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Joshua. And we put on this lens of like, kind of like journey and how we're going to journey with them and, uh, meeting our goals and our dreams and our, all of that stuff. Right. And then we also kind of put the faith lens on as well. And we saw some different things, In those books and in some of those stories. So I'm hoping that we we do that in this uh, episode as well. But what I want to do first before we uh, dive into the first half, um, if you're already there, I want to read Psalm uh, 23. And we will be using the NIV translation. Um, I know that we often use the nlt translation of the new living translation of the bible but i wanted to um, use the niv uh, version of it for this series and we're going to read the whole the whole thing and then we'll go back up and we'll see what god has to say to us in the first three verses so it says here uh psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or the darkest valley, sorry, I kind of went even older (laughs) there. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows, full and running over. That's where we got the name for the series. Then it says, verse 6, Surely goodness and love, or goodness and mercy, will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So as we turn our attention back to the first three verses... We can see that verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Or maybe you've heard it more, I shall not want. uh, Which is in the King James, New King James Version. Um, It also says, I have all that I need in the New Living Translation. So the shepherd will give his sheep what they need, not what they want. And that's hard for us sometimes to understand. The difference between needs and wants. It's like when you have kids and they all of a sudden need all these things, right? And these are legitimate needs, clothes, shoes, food, you know, some toys, all this stuff. But eventually they get older and all of a sudden they start wanting things more than they're an actual need. And you, then you got to have that kind of conversation, right? The shepherd gives us what we need, not necessarily what we want, because God wants us to have a successful and prosperous life, but he won't just give us everything we want. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven tells us that he, he wants us to have a successful and prosperous life. And he doesn't want anything to harm us and all of that. So maybe some of the things that we think we need are more wants and maybe they could provide harm. And God's trying to protect us. The shepherd is trying to protect us. And that's why sometimes he didn't give um, Israel what they wanted when they were in the desert after just crossing the Red Sea and they complained about not having food or water or anything like that. He gave them bread and quail. He gave them bread and meat and they had water as well, but he, he, he gave them those things. And and that's what they needed. It may not be what they wanted because they kept referencing, "Oh, we had this in Egypt. We had this in Egypt. We had that in Egypt." But he's giving them what they needed because God knows what's best for us. So if this if this is the sh- the shepherd and he's he's given us all that we need and so that we don't want and so that we don't need anything, so that we lack nothing. Well, what are some of those things? That he gives us. Then, well, verse two and three give us a nice little detail of some of the things that we need. Now, this isn't by any by any means an extensive, exhaustive list, right? We're just looking at these verses. Sometimes we need that's we need to focus in right on certain things. So, one of the first things that I see. Um, in verse 2, where it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. Well, the first thing is, he makes me lie down. And that screams rest to me. And we've talked about this on and off throughout the year, that rest is important to God. We see Genesis 2.2. On the seventh day, God had finished with his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. God didn't need to rest. But he was setting a rhythm. And as I said, we've said this before. You can go check out the archive in the Journey to the Promised Land series. You can go check this out and you can see um, see that episode. The Rhythm of Rest is what that episode's called. And you know where it's work, work, and work, 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 right? Because God knows that we're going to work five days and then we're going to have some stuff to do at home. But then we're going to need that one day to rest. He was setting an example more than he needed rest. We saw it in the book of Joshua when we looked at that in our Strong series over the last um, couple months when we were in the book of Joshua. We see that after all the battles are completed, after everything is done and they actually have the promised land, it says that the land rested from war. And then also, fast forward a little bit to Jesus, and this is kind of where we're going to uh, sit um, here as we go forward in this Um but Mark six thirty one says uh, right at right before he feeds the five thousand, they uh, it says, then Jesus said, "Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest for a while." He said this because there were so many people coming and going, and Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So it's important to see it's, – it's important to see that. It's important to understand that even Jesus knew that um, – even Jesus knew it was important to rest. Even Jesus knew of of the importance. And we got to remember Jesus was human, right, when he said this. So he knew he needed to rest as well. So rest rest is important to God. It's important to Jesus. It's important to us. Okay? The next thing I see here as we go on through that verse is in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. This is provision. He provides. The shepherd provides. So this psalm is written about a shepherd by a shepherd. This is written by David, and this helps us to understand what he's writing here, right? So he's writing as a shepherd, as a previous shepherd, who's now a king, but he's writing as a previous shepherd about what sheep need, right? So they need green pastures for food. And as we just talked about, rest. Sheep need to eat. So having them in green pastures is a good thing where grass is all around and all of that. But it also provides them to rest, like right? It provides them a place to lay down and rest, And so the shepherd provides this stuff for us as well. So when David is writing, the shepherd, um, I lack nothing and he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters. Okay, When he makes me lie down in green pastures, that's translating into saying, okay, he's giving me rest and he's giving me uh, food. But then quiet waters, well, this is easy, water, right? A sheep has to drink. Water is important. And the, sheep, and the shepherd provides that for us as well. As we see this unfold, we're seeing that the, the shepherd is um, providing for his sheep. Not what they want, what they need. You know, sometimes I often wonder, because um, I've got a dog and cats at home. You know, I've had a dog most of my life and stuff like that. So when I look at like shepherds and caring for animals, right, I think of a dog. And when... Um, My dog eats food. They eat the same food all the time. You think that they would want a little bit of variety, right? But when you're looking at this as in a a shepherd's way, and they're always eating grass and stuff, you think that the shepherd would kind of like, well, that's kind of dull. Like the sheep would be like, hey, can we get something else? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, but God is providing what we need, not what we want. So the shepherd here is providing them with green pastures so they can eat but it may not be necessarily what they want. Like, you know, back to my dog. Like, she always has dry food out for her, right? She always has access to a little bit of food here and there. But every once in a while, we give her a can of the the wet food, right? The the um and the, the wet food, right. And I'm trying to think of another thing for it, but I can't really. Um, but it's it's usually in a can. We usually get hers a, a little like serving in a bag, uh, and we just kind of put it in her bowl as a special treat for something different, right? We do the same thing with our cats. They have access to their dry food, but we give them their canned food. I guess that's a way to put it, as a as a as a treat or as a special thing. So when you when you look at this. Um, that's kind of what we're doing with our our pets is we're giving them what they need. It may not necessarily always be what they want because they always wag their tail and they always get super excited for that 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 what that canned food, right? And I know my dog does. She loves it when you get that little packet out. She knows what that is. Same thing with the cats. So it is important to see here that this may not necessarily be you know grass and water or you know. Bread and meat and water like they did with Israel or just like the, just like basic kind of food that we might have that God's providing for us in water. Right. Dogs drink a lot of water, too. Like you would think they would want something else. Hey, can I get some can I get a Coke or something? Right. Just a little bit. But it's all about health. It's all about keeping them healthy. And then we continue on uh, with he refreshes my soul. So this to me is a restoration and in the NLT translation it says he renews my strength. So what is all of this stuff? Why does the shepherd give us food and rest and water to strengthen the sheep? That's why he gives that. Rest, food and water gives us strength. We can see that as we go back to Mark 6:31. In that verse and I'll read it again here real quick. It says, then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest. So there's rest because they were because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't have time to eat. So there's eating. I'm sure water or something will be with it, right? So we've got the three things that we're talking about so far in this passage in Psalm 23. Right there, as Jesus said, as essential needs. Rest, food, and water give us strength. Jesus knew that, and Jesus knew it was important. So he knew his disciples they needed to get away and have that for themselves. Also, he needed it too. We often forget sometimes Jesus was human. He got hungry. He got thirsty. He got tired. So he needed these things as well. So he renews my strength in the new living translation. so often here we use the new living translation. I said this at the top of the episode that we're using the more uh, NIV version of the Bible. Uh, but this is why I like the different translations, and a lot of people get up in arms about it, and you know but me it, it helps us to understand. it helps us to see different things that that God is saying. so he refreshes my soul what does that what does that mean? Nope. He renews my strength. He, he gives us, a, he, he refreshes us. He restores us. That's what it means. And so having strength there helps you kind of see, oh, he's, he's doing that. And then the final thing here, um, he gives us guidance. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. We all need guidance. Sheep need guidance. They wander off, they they go, um, so the shepherd is often trying to keep them on the right path, trying to keep them from wandering off out into the woods where they can get eaten by whatever's out there. He's trying to keep them along this path, the right path, the path that the shepherd has for them for what's best for them. And that is what, Um, this mean he he guides me along the right path. Um, actually just this past week, as I'm recording this, we talked a little bit about a a shepherd's staff or his, 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 his staff. Right. And it's got a hook on the end of it. And it's like, what is that hook for? Like, it's kind of to kind of hook the sheep a little bit and kind of keep them in, in line and kind of bring them back on the path, kind of help kind of nudge them in the right way. So as I said, we all, we all need guidance. And that's what the shepherd does for us. That's what God does for us. God is our guide. He leads us through his word. In the, he leads us through his words in the Bible. He leads us through other people. And we all need help staying on the path. Even now more than ever. You know, there's things that draw us off the path, just like just like sheep, just like shepherds had to watch sheep. They would just get like distracted and go off on the path off the path. We can do the same thing. We can get off of the path that God has for us. But God wants us to be on the right path. And it, it's so important to see to see this. And we see the path that, that God has for us. Right. It's spelled out in this. It's supposed to be green pastures and quiet streams. That's the path that God has. But we all know that that's not necessarily how it looks sometimes. But that's the path that God desires. As I said, he wants us to have a prosperous life. He wants us to have life to the full, as Jesus put it. But off the path, off, off, out in the woods, there's thieves and there's robbers that are ready to steal, kill, and destroy. And the Bible talks about that as being the devil, right? The, the, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so you have life to the full. And that's John 10.10. 10. So the shepherd is just providing for us that kind of way. But we're able to make our own choice. Just like sometimes the sheep wander off, they may get into a little trouble. Maybe they fall into the stream. Maybe they fall into a hole. Maybe they get kind of out into the woods. But that's why this is so important to understand and i've never looked at it this way as i said at the top of this episode looking at it verse by verse you can kind of see these different things but when you see them all together in this chunk is super helpful so but the all of this and i want to say this as we kind of close this episode um the shepherd is readying the sheep And we're gonna talk a little bit more about this last week. And I think reason why we're getting the reason why this is written this way is because if you know Psalm twenty three and we just read it, so this isn't gonna be some big secret, right? It's not gonna be a big surprise. We're gonna get to this next week, this big cliffhanger. Isn't that what the goal is for this? But we know what verse four says. Right? We just read it at the top of this episode. But it's interesting that it's written with all of this provision and protection and restoration and rest and food and water and renewing strength and and all of this. Why? Well, because he's preparing us for the battles to come. As we know about verse four, it's preparing us for that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that next time. But as we see this, this shepherd, he's a good shepherd. He wants what's best for us. Any shepherd wants what's best for their for their sheep. As parents, you want what's best for your kids. As animal owners, you want what's best for animals. Whether it's horses, cows, pigs, donkeys, or dogs, cats, you know, leopard geckos. It, it doesn't matter what you have at home. You want what's best for that, and that's what God wants for us. And in the Gospel of John, as well, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd he He wants to be the good Shepherd for us, and we have to allow that we have to follow what the Shepherd says because it's a little different now, like it's not like we're like when we walk our dog with a leash and we try to keep them from running out in the road or whatever. It's not like back in David's time when he's writing this, and he's got to keep this she- his sheep on the path and all of that. That's not what he's saying i mean it, that, that's what he's saying here not sorry not what he's saying it's what he is saying it's like trying to keep it on the path but it's different for us now we don't have other than god talking to us through the bible and other people that he brings into our life to kind of help shepherd us and guide us and and lead us right we don't have like a shepherd or a leash to kind of help keep us from wandering off and we do Wander off, and maybe that's why sometimes verse four happens. We find ourselves in the valleys, by either choice of our own or by life circumstances or whatever it is. But we're not going to get into too much of that right now. We're going to just leave it with this: that that all of this stuff is, is we're being readied for for the for life's battles, and this isn't just. The order, right? It goes, okay, so that, then we hit a season of life. And then we get this rest and restoration, and he renews our strength, and we go through it again. But that's why it's so important to have rest. That's why I think why God illustrates it from the very beginning, why Jesus repeats it, why we see it. If we look closely throughout the rest of the Bible, we can see these other elements of rest. Because it's it's restoring our strength so that we can be ready for the battles that we might face. So I hope that this helped you. I hope that it encouraged you. We'll continue through the second half of this next time. And I hope to see you there. See you next time.